I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I'm joined by none other than new podcaster, businesswoman, the original glamour model, top mom, it's none other than Katie Price everybody! Woohoo! Hey, no one clapped apart from me and you. <laughs> Can I just say Wait. one thing? Vic, I've just got as the electrician. One second. Sorry guys, this is my normal. Oh, he's gone. My dishwasher's broke and so is my bloody washing machine. Yeah. Oh, I'll go call him, him after. In then, Pat. It's not it. it. I, it's I just rang me. I'm just making sure he's coming up. Because you know how much washing I've got in my house with all the bloody kids. Oh, I'm just ringing him back. I'll put him on loudspeaker. It's all right. Give him a, give, this is, give this him a is part of normal I'm life. Busy. Yeah, that is. It's fair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Shall I do a prank on him? <laughs> I'm joking. Don't you hate oh, yeah, that don't... when someone calls you... And you call them straight back and they don't answer. Welcome to the... Oh, fuck that. Right, he'll have to wait. Right, come on in. Are you sure? Because I, I know how many kids you've got. You probably need your washing done. Don't. My, door, sure? do my, again? my door is shut. I'm just She's with done. you and me and my phone. Okay. And I'm recording. <laughs> go. go for it. I've got... I can't go any further without saying, Katie, your life seems chaos. Are you all right, mate? Fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know what? Everyone who comes into my house or around me, they're like, Kate, I don't know how you do it. You have patience of a saint. Like, they all say they would have a heart attack when they deal with what I have to deal with. And I had Harvey last week. And, oh, my God, I've been mentally drained because he's so full on. And all he did was broke three windows, two tellies and a door in this week. Oh, and he blocked the toilet, so I had to have the plumber up. So that weren't too bad. So I couldn't wait for him to go back to college this week. I am exhausted. And then I have to do the interviews, podcasts, TikTok. But you know what, Vic? It's the way forward now, like social media and stuff. So that's what it is. It's not like magazines and all that because everything's online now, isn't it? Yeah, it has. And everything's changed, mate. And I suppose, like, that's what's kind of brilliant about you, Kate. It's like, you've seen all these different, like, eras of things, you know? Like, first of all, newspapers, press, then more magazines. And you've rolled with the punches every single time. And I do see you now. You're doing your social media posts. You're doing the podcasts. It sounds to me like you're getting some good advice. Like, are you being looked after? Christina seems great. Christina's great. I don't have a manager anymore because... yeah. I believe if people want to book me for stuff, they'll book me. I've been in it long enough. And managers, I've had turbulent relationships with managers in the past. Oh, that electrician, fuck's sake. Hang on. Hiya, Martin. Hi, Martin. I'm just doing a live TikTok. Are you coming up? I mean, live podcast. Yes, I am, but it's up to you if it's not convenient. No, come up. Come up now, because by the time you're up here, I would have finished. Okay, no problem. See you soon. Bye. Now that to me today, this is the kind of that to me is my waiting gold to get my washing machine yeah. fixed and dishwasher because I feel like I'm old school washing up 
And my hands aren't made for washing up, so I'm wearing marigolds at the minute. Anyway, <laughs> it's back to the magazines. Yeah, of course. So you've managed to roll with the punches. And now I see you doing the podcast. I see you doing the social media. Like, you're a bit of a chameleon, mate. You can reinvent yourself. Do you know what? Because I've been in this industry since I was 17. And obviously, I think it was about four years or five years ago, four years ago, I had a massive, massive breakdown, like bad breakdown. And I don't know if you've ever had breakdowns. And I think if you've suffered depression, that haven't your mental health and stuff. And it's such a sad and lonely place. And what I've learned from it is when you're in a place like that, you don't communicate with everyone because you don't want to answer the phone. You just want to stay in bed. And then before you know it, everything is coming down because you're not communicating. It could be bills, this, that. So I've actually got... It all gets on top of you. Badly. Um, So I've got myself way out of that. And I thought, do you know what? If I've gone through all of that and hit rock bottom, the only way is up. And I think if your mind's positive, positive things happen. And I'm not being a preacher or anything saying that. But like I'm back on form again. I only do the jobs that I want to do. I'm not pressuring myself to do what I don't want to do. And it's a lot happier. Like yeah. I think, Do you know what? You can see that. You can see you're putting yourself back together, mate. We've all had hard times. Life is about you know, light and shade. And it's lovely to see you like coming back fighting, Katie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I love it. But you're a fighter as well. That's, that's that's why I think we get on. And I remember back in loose women days, you and me were on that. And you know what? I was at my illest then and no one knew. I was actually not in a good place, but no one knew that. And it's weird. Now I'm in a good place. Mind you, I I wouldn't go back on loose women now because I just think I've been there, done that, and they probably wouldn't ask me anyway. But um, I just look at that as the past. I don't know about you. But I think that's it, mate. It's, it, you should go forward, you know, and you have. Yeah. You've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Also, I think as well, Katie, I'm so sorry. I, You know, I was probably far too concerned with myself and trying to navigate that new space I'd got in because I'd just done the jungle. I was struggling as well. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't know you were down and I didn't. I didn't no, but no one knows. You hide it, don't you? A lot of us yeah. mask things to get on with it and you become robots. Yeah. But I like you and me, whether you like to hear it or not, to a lot of people in the industry, we are just products. They don't see us as human beings with feelings. We are products and they want to make money off us. So like you doing your own podcast is your thing, your thing. Like me doing my podcast, something I want to do and and it's my thing. It's not someone using us as a product. Do you know what I mean? I've just been used and abused for who I am. And that's why I like to do the things that I want to do now. I'm not a product. I am a human and I do have feelings. and it all caught up with me. There's only so much you can take, isn't there? Yeah, of course, mate. It sounds, though, as though you are back, better than ever, of sick course. of everybody's bullshit, and yes. ready to be a bad bitch again. Oh, tell <laughs> me about it. From me to you, I love it. And and you, you've got your other half and all of that now, your house, your dog. Yeah. Love it. Isn't it two? nice? You've got two. It's lovely. Two dogs now. Following in your footsteps, Katie, I'll have fucking seven before you know it. When are you having kids, Vicky? Froze me eggs this year, didn't I, last? Because I'm still um, still feeling like the time's not quite right. Um, but it won't be long. Definitely won't be long, Katie. Getting married next year. So, yeah, oh, I love years, that. I love that. Love that. It's so Thanks, nice. So how's, how's your brood? Because they've grown up fast, haven't they? I see it online today. Princess has got a fella. Yes. Oh, my, oh tell me about it. Because when he stays round here, God, he can eat that boy. He can eat. Um, <laughs> Jesus. 
But I, on my relationship with princess. I remember when the. I remember when they were tiny, Katie. Oh, I know. Don't they grow quick? Like. So yeah, I think the worst one out of my kids is got to be Bunny, my younger. She's nine years mm. old. She's the most sassiest thing, and I think because she looks up to us all, she's yeah, just yeah. so. She's like nine, going on twenty. And is she a bit of a chip off the old block, though? Bit no, she, she's worse than me, or princess. I don't. I honestly, she is so she's grown up. She loves cooking, making tea. Whenever I go in the kitchen, I'm like, "What are you doing now?" She's always trying to make a face mask, cook, or do something. Which I'm not going to stop her because it's good she's experimenting. But it's just <laughs> messy. Bless you. It's just mess. It's all I do is mess, clear up mess. Um, and then you've got Hobby. Jet, who loves to be outside in the mud and all of that. Then Harvey, typical little boy. Yeah, and then Harvey, when he's here, he just wants my attention all the time. I'm like his slave. And then Princess, I love it because we are so alike. We just love the same thing. She's now wears my clothes all the time. Drives me mad. Oh. It was like what my sister was like growing up. Now Princess is doing it. And then her boyfriend comes, and it's like. I love chaos. I love the help. Yeah, but I love that. I love family and I love it. Yeah. So it's all good. Oh, it does sound like you've got your hands full. Right. Can I ask about your relationship status with Carl? Are you together or are you not? Yes, I am with Carl. Uh, like you say, the, yes, the media, um, you can't help what the media write. And that's why I love doing yeah. podcasts because you can rectify a lot of things from the horse's mouth. Um I just get it. Right from the pricey. Yeah, but every day there's something. And I don't know how they get it because all I do is I'm at home. I work a lot from at home. I, I think I'm quite boring. Um, I've you just. You can never be boring, girl. No, and I've just. You could never. <laughs> I've just started watching Married at First Sight. I've never watched that in my life, ever. And everyone says, Kate, you don't know what you're missing. It's so good. Have you watched so it? So good. So good. I, I can't We've believe I've never watched guests it. On. Have you? Are you watching the news? Are the you new the one, new series? the English one. Yeah. Have yeah, you? Yeah, we haven't haven't had anyone on from that one, but we had a couple on from last series, and they're all amazing. But honestly, I'm blown away. Like this series is so explosive. Are you up to date? I don't want to give you any spoilers. No, I am okay, up I to. Um, they've gone to the first dinner party. Now they're on their second commitment thing, where they go through relationships. And you know the guy with the tattoo and the girl, the spiritual ones. It oh, seems, Brad and Shauna. Yeah, it seems to me, I haven't watched it, that he's just changed. And I just think, I don't know if he's a narcissist or something, but to me, he's just mm. changed against her. Like, he's reeled her into where he wants her. And now, all of a sudden, he's changed. That's what I get, but I don't know what's coming up. Well, I'm not going to ruin it for you because it sounds as though your ball's deep and having a really nice time. But, <laughs> like... It's all come to light and it's ki it's kind of explosive, kind of toxic. Is it? It's, it's brilliant. Oh, my viewing. God. Yeah. And it seems as though she's happy now. So all's well that ends well. But, yeah, I won't ruin it. But I love it's it. Bit of a bad segue for you there, though, Katie. What are you planning on doing that next? Do you know, I would get married again. And to be honest, normally I get married so quick. But I've been with Cole three mm. years. No, nearly three and a half years. Yeah. We've had our ups, we've had our downs. I think most relationships Every relationship do, to be does. honest. Yeah. You know, Every we bicker. Who doesn't bicker? But you end up thinking, what are we actually bickering about? It's just stupid things. And it's like, is it really worth an argument about that? It just sometimes becomes petty. Um, but other than that, it's good. 
Um, I do want more kids, but obviously I'm 45, so I don't really know what's going to go on there. Um, yeah. But I do want more kids because he hasn't got kids and I would like to have a kid with him. I mean, I would keep yeah, having oh. kids. It was more and more I could. I've got five kids. What difference is more? I've got seven dogs. What difference is more? Like, just add to the brood. <laughs> That's it. It sounds as though, like, you know, you and him are in a really great place. And there's plenty other ways to be a mother, Katie, you know? Like, if you really want to go down that route, like adoption and surrogacy and all that. Makes oh, yeah, it. I wish you the loads. very best of luck. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you'll be updated and see well, what happens. But, yeah. So that's all good. I'm sure I'll read it in the press. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's go back to the very beginning, mate. I feel like I found yeah. out how you're doing now, had a bit of an update, and I'm I'm really happy. But tell us all about how you got into modelling, because you mentioned before you were 17. 17. Um... So young. So, so I was training young. to be a nurse and um, a registered nurse. I can see that because you're so caring. Yeah, and I still want to train now. I've actually applied. I've got to get my degree now because I want to be a paramedic. And it takes five years to do the course. So I've actually applied to try and do that in my spare time to be a paramedic. As if you haven't got enough going on, Katie. <laughs> but I would do, once I qualify, I would do it part-time because I just love oh, people well. and helping people. Yeah, part-time. As long as it's just fucking part-time. <laughs> exactly. I would fit it in, don't worry. You only live once and you've got to have no regrets. And my regret <laughs> is not finishing being a nurse. So okay, girl. So when I was that 17, um, everyone was like, oh, you should be a model, you should be a model. But to be honest, Vicky, I've never thought I was good looking. Don't think I'm pretty, hence why I probably have the surgery. Um, so I took some pictures in my lunch break, sent it to an agency, Samantha Bond. She used to be along Kings Road. And I remember getting um, the train to Sloan Square, walking along Kings Road, because that's where like Models One and all them fashion ones are, thinking, oh. Was that but... the place to get spotted? Yeah, well, I never did get spotted. So anyway, <laughs> so I went to Samantha Bond and I remember walking in her office and they had pictures of all these girls you probably wouldn't know who they were, but like Emma Noble, Joe Guest. Um, yeah. I mean, some people would know if they're older listening to this. They had all people up there and I thought, oh my God, I'd love to be as famous as them. And now I've done more and beyond them. And I, and I just think the word famous now, when you're younger, so many people are like, I want to be famous. But mm. I can tell people now, it's not what it's cut out to be. It is quite... It does have there its has its good and bads to it. Yeah, like yeah, it does. No, it does. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're in the office, and um, when she said she's a glamour agency, it sort of put me off because I thought glamour then was like no offense to anyone who does it. I'm just saying from me that I didn't want to do open leg shots and all of that stuff. But to me, I thought that was glamour. Yeah. Top porn magazines. Um, and I said, no, it's not at all. You could do underwear catalog stuff and all of that. Anyway, I was on a casting and a casting is where you go with your little portfolio, which I didn't really have one. And the agency rang, Paul, his name was, and he said, oh, someone hasn't turned up for a page three job. Do you want to do it? And I was like, oh, page three. And I thought, oh, my God, my mum and that would kill me if I did that. What the hell? And I said, okay. He said, you might not get in, but in them days, you had like a little caption with it. And they said, but we'll have to change your name for it because um, 
yeah, we'll have to change your name for it because sometimes it can stop you getting out of work. That's why I come up with the name Jordan because okay. I was like, okay, what so should like, I be like... called? And he come out with these names just on a phone yeah, like call. Yeah, an alter ego. Well, yeah, and he said, uh, what about Jordan? I said, oh, that would do. Just flipping as that. So I went to I went to Beverly Goodway's studio. It was a man. And I remember turning up there thinking, oh, my God, this old man's just opened the door and he's got pictures of page three girls. I thought, this seems really seedy. What the hell? But, you know, once I went in there, he was such a nice guy. One of the nicest, he's not here anymore, but one of the most nicest guys I've ever met. Anyway, did the shot and it didn't get in the paper. And then oh, there was what? a film called it's called Strip Tease. Do you remember a film with Demi Moore, Strip Tease, years ago? Was Elizabeth Berkeley in it as well? I think, I think so, I yeah. Yeah. Were they in so, the trade? Yes. Yeah, I remember. I think so, yeah. It was that one. And the son was looking for a girl to strip off a bit of clothing from Monday to Friday. So they picked me to do it. So then I was in the paper Woo! from Monday to Friday, stripping off. And then I got into page three. Um, and that's how that started. But I remember when I first saw myself in the paper, because I was called Jordan, I bought so many copies of that paper thinking, oh my God, I'm famous now, I'm in the paper. And then people would ring me saying, Kate, is that you in the paper? There's a girl in it called Jordan. She looks so like you because obviously I changed my name. And that's where it started. My, br my brother was at uni and his friends had posters of me on the wall, but he never told them that it was me, that it was his sister. Um, he was fuming with me. And then my mum was in London because uh, she worked for banks and stuff. And then for wind up, they put my picture up as screensavers all around the office. But like my no. family weren't, too happy about it but then they can't knock it now wow. like i used to say i'd go topless on the of beach course. what's the difference and do you know what that is the yeah. most the job you know i only got 150 pounds for page three that's all you got for page three and people used to think i must well, every be minted time you did from it. that it was page three i think the daily star paid 240 pounds but that it was uh, the sun but you know i can't knock it that's where i came from and I realised then that I love being in front of the camera and that was a thing for me. I might not be the best looking girl, but I know in front of the camera, I and I know what I'm doing. Because you can get such a gorgeous girl yeah. put in front of the camera and she looks minging, or you can get someone who's not so good looking, they just know what to do. And I realised yeah. that is, that's my thing. And then it continued there, the Jordan Formula One. Then the loaded magazines, FHM, Esquire, they've done it all. And then that's, that was the start of the journey. But I never thought in a million years, being 45, I'd still be here now and people are still interested. Why? I well, don't know. <laughs> but that is it. <laughs> you're so modest and self-depreciating, mate. Like, honestly, people are interested because you're, you, you, because you're entertaining. Because... Be, because you're you you know and honestly i think you need to give yourself a bit more credit mate there's plenty of people come and gone in the time you've managed to Do you know there is i think that like pop star i remember going out in london sugar reef and red cube years ago you used to get like the boys own lot westlife atomic kitten like all these people and they'd fence it off so you couldn't go in and now i think not these brands don't even exist why why am i still here and the only reason i can think is because I'm not manufactured, I'm down to earth, really yeah. go through real life dramas and share them with everyone. And I think I'm just real. I, I, I'm not fake and yeah. I can't be. 
Katie Price, mate, staying power. It's unique. It's authentic. <laughs> That's what people want to say, girl. Um, I wanted to ask your opinion on page three because in 2015, after 44 years, yeah. um, they got rid of it. It was stopped. How did, did how did that make you feel? Did you feel any type of way about it? Like, obviously, it gave you your start. Um, do you think it should have been stopped or do you well, think I, it was a good thing for women? Well, I was banned from page three because I only did page three for a year. Uh, about a year, because uh-huh. um, I decided I wanted my boobs done. So the Sun ran a poll right. in the paper. Should Jordan do her boobs or should they not? And it was something like 89% uh, said don't do it. But me being me, I yeah. still did it. So they banned me from page three. And I remember <sighs> I went to this show, a feminism show, where people were dead against page three and they had me there to talk yeah. about page three. And my view is... Sex always sells. You go topless on the beach and page three is a thing that's always happened. Do you know what I mean? Um, People always have their views. But then it got to a point where page three, when I started, you knew who was doing it. And then it got to a point I wouldn't even, couldn't even tell you who was on page three or whatever. And no, I I don't buy newspapers anymore. So no, it's just a completely different era that for me now. But I, I love doing it. Don't knock it. And it is where I started. I remember the conversation about this. And I kind of thought in my head, feminism yeah. is women doing exactly what they want to do, regardless, yeah. you know, of what anyone else thinks. And if a woman wants to, like, celebrate her body and get her, like, get her boobs out or whatever, that's her, that's her business. So in exactly. that sense, taking that choice away from a woman, I feel like is anti-feminist, but maybe I've not got it right. Well, that's the thing. So that brings me on to why I do OnlyFans. Now, my whole career yeah. has been doing photo shoots, you know, for Loaded Magazine, you know, all of that. And if you yeah. go on my Instagram, you'll never see pictures of me in bikinis or underwear because I used to get paid for that. That was my job. That that it was my job. And then OnlyFans came along. And first of all, like, Kerry Katona and Danielle Lloyd, they were like, oh, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. And I thought, oh, no, because I thought it's all, like, sex on there, you have to go naked and all of that. When I realised you don't, anyone can do OnlyFans. I was confused as well. Yeah. Uh, do you do it or not? No, I remember I, remember I did a show with Kerry Katona once and she was like, Vic, you need to get on OnlyFans. Yeah, fans. that and was, was like, it. And she showed yeah, me what was, she earned she, on it. And I'm like, I know, she did fucking hell, Kerry. And, it, and then I thought, oh, what would my family say? What would my kids say? But I have to say, doing OnlyFans, there's a lot of people who are like sports people, music people, use it as a different platform. And you don't have yeah. to go naked. I don't go um, topless. I don't show anything. I just do, basically, do what I used to do in magazines. Just like underwear, swimwear. It's a, it's a shoot. And I love it. And it's for yeah. people who used to follow. They get a chance to see it because I see a lot of girls on social media who get their kit off on Instagram. And I think, why? You can, why don't you just go and get paid for it? Don't just show it off. Like, But sex yeah. will always sell. Monetize it doesn't matter. It. Yeah, everyone's got to realise sex industry, whatever it is, always sells. It always will. Yeah. It's, just, it's just how you want to do it. And I love doing it. And I had to ask BBC One and Channel 4, because I do documentaries for them, would they mind if I did it? And their answer basically was, Kate, if you Google yourself, you've got so, like 20 years worth of stuff if you're getting your kit off. 
you can't really say no, but I said I wouldn't go new, do open leg shots or anything like that, which I wouldn't anyway. That's just my yeah. preference because my family and kids, like, yeah. you know, because they're in the limelight, Junior and Princess. I just wouldn't want to embarrass them. I'm, even though I've embarrassed no. them loads in the past with uh, choices and things and the way I've acted oh, away. But I'm not being funny, that's babe, what I am. That, that is... <laughs> That's a mum's job. It's a mum's job to embarrass their kids. Like, I can remember being mortified by, like, me mum even dancing at a party after a couple too many drinks. That's just teenagers <laughs> for you. I wouldn't think about it too much. Oh, um, don't. I am what I am. And I, they just know I can't change. I am what I am. I've worn the outfits I've worn. I am. I'm crazy. ADHD. I'm nuts. I'm, I can't help it. I'm just me. I mean, look at my office. Chaos. It's not really a 45-year-old's office, is it? I've got Barbie no, dolls stuck on the wall. Is it a doll behind you? Yeah. Well, is no, that, doll? No, that's a mannequin because I've got a lot of my memorabilia in it. But then I've got on the wall, Katie Price, never underestimate the pricey. Cake sprinkles, Barbie dolls, don't. It is what it is, oh, Vic. It's a shrine. It's a <laughs> yeah. shrine. Yeah. Um, go on then, mate. I'm going to ask something. I'm really nosy, right? I remember when I first started doing lads mags and stuff, my mum was absolutely furious with me. Um, as well. I think it's just... They're it's protective of that, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, a maternal instinct. And I only ever did, like, underwear and stuff like that. I was yeah. a bit of a prude. Um, but the money was so good. And I sort of thought, like, I get papped on the beach anyway. Like, what's This the is difference? it. Did you make a fortune from Lads Mag's Key? Do you know what? I've made a fortune in my time. I was even on um, the Times... Was it the Times Rich List and all of this? But what I don't get, how does anyone actually know what you've got? No one actually knows. Of course, I've made lots of money, but I've also had divorces where I've had to pay out money and stuff. You know, and you've got kids, this and that. But I am in a position where I own my house, you know, got my house. No one can ever take that away from me. Yeah, I'm in a bankruptcy in a cre um, where I owe the creditors, but that it that's that but it it doesn't make you know when i do my tiktok and that some people are like, oh she's skint she's doing tiktok this and that oh she's lowered herself and do you know what i say to people that is the way yeah. forward never ever knock anyone who's trying to work and make money i'm a single parent of five kids i run the ship you know i have every all these outgoings no it doesn't matter what anyone does for a living if they're earning money never knock someone do you know what i mean yeah. it's like and I don't. I am a survivor. I'm a workaholic. And I love what I do. Love it. Yeah. Katie, honestly, like, I'm not patronising you at all here. Like, I think your ability to get back up when you've been knocked down is completely admirable. You don't stop. You reinvent yourself. You keep working. You keep hustling. Anybody who's saying anything different, mate, like, just ignore it. Some of the trolling comes from a place of jealousy. I think your strength is, is very admirable. You have to adapt, I think, in this industry to have some kind of resilience. You have to. Um, and by the way, I've never made it to the top. I'm still climbing. But every time I get pumps on the head, I'm like, oh, here I go. I'm back at the bottom of the ladder. Climb it again. And when I'm near the top, I'm like, nearly. And then, boom, I'm pushed down. It's so exhausting. And I've just given up. And like, that's why I do what I want to do now. And it's like, I've just, yeah, in my head, as long as I'm happy and I'm doing what I do, I pick and choose what I want to do now. I'm not going to be pulled here, there and everywhere because it don't get you yeah. anywhere. You just got to do what makes you happy. And I, I'm in such a happy place doing what I want to do. And, yeah, that's what I do. And I think everyone else you, around us are 
Is it involving, revolving? I don't know what the word is. But like you and me, you did the magazines and you've done the TV and you still do TV now. But now look at us, we're doing podcasts. If you thought of this um, like 10 years ago or whatever, this weren't even about. So there's always new no. things, always new things Evolving. going on. That's the word you're looking yeah, for. I'm, yes. That's my head. It goes million miles an hour, but that's the word. <laughs> yeah. No, you smashed it, mate. Going back to the glamour stuff, and then I swear we will move on to the... No, I don't care. Ask me what you like. You've done. Ask me whatever you um, like. When I first start, like when I first did some shoots, I remember being really nervous and not a natural at all, like and just hating it. Like, was there ever that moment for you where you're like uncomfortable or unsure, or did you instantly just think, "Ah, oh, this is for me"? This. No, that's how I knew this was for me. I loved it. Loved getting my kit off. Loved it in front of the camera, and I still do. And I'm that arrogant, Vicky. I am that arrogant that you can line up a group of twenty-year-olds who think they're the bollocks. And I was still smashing in a photo shoot. I am that confident. Put me in front of a camera and I'll wipe the shit out of all of them. I might be 45, but I know the angles. I know what to do. And I come alive. I'm like an animal in front of the camera. But apart from that, I'm just a chav. <laughs> no, you're not. Honestly, you found your space. You found your thing. I think that's yeah. I think that's amazing, mate. I was never a natural in front of the camera. I was like a rabbit caught in headlights girl. So hats off to you. Um But you, I do watch girls in it. photo shoots. I was gonna say I do watch girls in photo shoots. Yeah. And I feel like saying, Oh, if you do this with your leg, do that. I I, I wanna help them do it. Um no, but you've either nice. got it or you haven't. And if you're not comfortable in front of the camera, it does sort of show. But no, I would yeah. say I am a natural in front of the camera and I love it. The camera loves me oh, and I love the camera. <laughs> it's why you managed to parlay like a little week in the sun's page three into something yeah. with such longevity, Katie. You know, you were good. You had personality. Like there was so much more to you than just that, though, I think. And you did. It moved you into a reality TV space as well. So reality, oh my God, I couldn't even tell you in reality shows. In fact, people want me to start doing it now. But there's so many different shows. I don't know if reality, I don't know, like Channel 4 that I'm doing now. We've started off, but like they're like, we want more reality and we want more real life stuff. So it's like, now I'm starting to do that in there. Um, I think people love the reality because you don't know what you're going to get with me. Like... I could be driving up the road and I suddenly get a flat tyre. And do I know how to change a tyre? No. And it'll be on camera. It's just random all the time. Everything, everything's content, basically. It's never a dull yeah, moment. Exactly. Never a dull moment. Like, I did start doing my YouTube and I still want to continue it, but I haven't got enough hours in the day. I mean, I will start doing it again. It's like you, Vic. You've got to have some time off in the evening to switch off. Because no. otherwise, I would just work, work, work. Yeah, you do, mate. And you, like, I know we joked before that no one's got any time for self-care, but you do have to put yourself first sometimes, lass. You've got a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. Like, I can't even have a bathing piece. It's like, because it's the lineup. The kids, well, I want to get in, I want to get in. Or the dog's running. I'm like, for fuck's sake, I can't even have a bath. I can't even have a shitting piece. Like, there's always <laughs> something. I remember the days yeah. I'd put my candles on around the bath. I could just sit in there and watch a film on my phone or whatever them days are gone i tell you long long gone mate on that note katie i feel like that's <laughs> the end of part one and i'll have you back in part two to chat all things reality tv documentaries and what's next for the pricey Woo! -hoo!